Good morning. I'm Donna Quinn, and for the next half hour, you'll be listening to Talk of Our Towns. Today, we will be discussing the Brandley, Brandley, is that even a word? (laughs) The brand new, newly opened Astoria Co-op. It may be the most gorgeous grocery store in the entire state of Oregon. It is simply stunning, and it is now open from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. It's very exciting, and today we are going to talk about the Astoria Co-op with General Manager Matt Stanley. Good morning, Matt. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Very glad to have you here today. I know you all have been very busy. And we have Zeddy Nemlawil, the lovely Zeddy, who is the marketing director of the Astoria Co-op. Good morning, Zeddy. Good morning, Donna. Thank you for your kind words about our new store. It is so beautiful. And it is so delicious. And the deli. Anyway, we'll find out about all these things in just a minute. Um, But let's first uh, introduce the listening audience to both of you. There we have a lot of new listeners, and they may not know about you. So, Zeddy, why don't you talk to us a little bit about yourself, please? Okay, I was trying to think of how to vary this up because I've been in Astoria for a long time. But um, I was born in only to a musician and an artist in, in, a house, in a house that my dad built out of salvaged wood before that was cool. Um, I grew up in Astoria. I helped out at the original co-op when Josie Pepper was the manager. She let me use the pricing gun, and that was really fun. Uh, <laughs> went to dances at the Natel Grange. Um, went away to Eugene, uh, studied journalism at U of O, got into television and radio news, uh, then owned my own business. Um, working, working and marketing at the co-op right now seems like a great blend of both. Um, my husband is a brewer. He owns a, a brewery here in Astoria, Fort George. You may have heard of it. Um, <laughs> I, we have three wonderful children who um, are just uh, funny and smart and creative and all individual in their own ways. So uh, life is very full, and I have a lot to be grateful for. Oh, thank you, Zeddy. Uh, you really did add a lot of beautiful color to that. Thank you. I don't think I can top that. Oh, oh darn it. Okay, <laughs> That's a well, great story. Well, let's see, Matt. Let's just, everybody has an, a different story, and it's all going to be good. Well, I've lived here for 12 years, and I went to grad school, got a master's in nonprofit management, and a young guy wanted to do something that contributed to the world, made it a better place. And at the time I was in school, I, I started working at the co-op in San Diego, Ocean Beach Peoples. And really just fell in love with the the model of how the co-op ran itself, but also the food and eating healthy. And so my wife and I moved up here and I took the job at the co-op when it was on Duane Street 12 years ago. And so this new store is the third location that I've been a part of uh, here in Astoria. So been here for 12 years and this is just really exciting to have it culminate in this, you know, beautiful new store and and start a new journey now because it's a new it's a new journey, it's a new beginning for the co-op to to kind of move forward and redefine itself a little bit. At, at the um I know you're having a grand opening in January, but there there was a ribbon cutting ceremony last week. And at the ribbon cutting ceremony, you said, "My daughter Ruby has shopped at the co-op every day of her life. Yeah, she's uh, she was pretty sad that the old co-op was closing, and it was something that we, we had to talk about a lot. And I explained to her that the co-op 
is not just a building. It's a community asset. It consists of people and ideas and, you know, caring and respect for each other and our shoppers and staff. And so now she's really excited about the new store. She loves it. There's more room for her to run around. We have four brand new kid carts that, um, so, so if you come in with your family, there should be a cart for your kids. Sometimes two was not enough and kids would be bummed. So, um, the transition, it's, it was a big transition. Absolutely. And Matt, um, the, it was called the community store years mm-hmm. ago. I mean, maybe we should just do a quick brief history sure. because actually we didn't become part of the nationwide co-op program until you actually were the manager. Yeah. And we, I mean, we weren't technically <coughs> incorporated as a co-op till 2004. Before that, we were a member-owned nonprofit. So people were you know, paying a membership fee every year. But in 2004, we actually incorporated as a cooperative, which uh, changed the structure a little bit and, and truly made it a community-owned business. And then a a few years into my tenure, we did join up with uh, about 150 other food co-ops in the country. And that's been huge for us. It's allowed us to have some basic things like buying power to be competitive, but also lots of business support and resources for me and my staff to improve the store over the years. And certainly we would not be, we would not have opened this new store without the help of our peers across the country. They, they helped us put a lot of thought and planning into how this new store was going to work financially, uh, the layout of the store, you name it. We had we had a lot of minds helping us. And the cooperative model for those who folks who may not understand what is a co-op. Can you just do a brief, simple yeah. explanation? Uh, there's different types of co-ops. We are a consumer-owned co-op. Um, the Blue Scorcher, for instance, is a worker-owned co-op. But our consumer owners uh, purchase. Uh, refundable non-interest bearing share in the co-op it's $25 a year and all that kind of pooled together lets us invest and build something that we we most of us couldn't do as individuals and we are run and kind of strategically directed by a board of directors they're volunteers and they hire a general manager to run the day-to-day operations of the store I'm kind of the board's one employee is one way of looking at it but um, yeah the, the big the big picture uh, and kind of financial health of the co-op is overseen by this group of nine volunteers. And and any consumer owner can can be on the board. And anyone can buy shares. I mean, you can become yep. a member, and you don't have to be a member to shop there. You do not. However, right now, if you go into that gorgeous brand-new store and you say, I want to be a member, this is where I'm going to be doing my shopping from now on, um, it's pretty easy to buy a membership. Very easy. You do it at the register, and you walk out with uh, a 20% off coupon for signing up. So your next shopping trip, you can get 20% off and a couple other incentives and a free reusable bag. And we've had lots of people sign up in the first six days here of the new store. So we'd, we'd love to keep that going and welcome more people into the community-owned store. Well, absolutely, because now um, it, you have a lot more expenses with this beautiful new store, so oh. you need more shoppers and more members. Mm-hmm. And how did it come to be that you said um, in this smaller location in downtown Astoria, we need a bigger store, and how are we going to make that happen? Well, I've been working at the co-op for almost seven years now, and when I first started working at the store, things started to feel a little cramped. It had only been a handful of years since um, Matt had opened that location, Um, but Matt, I think you grew by 40% your first year in sales. Yeah, 43%, so almost doubled. And then 20% several years after. Subsequent year, Mm -hmm. yeah. And so that space um, was kind of quickly outgrown. Um, and uh, the co-op board uh, conducted a market study 
And we learned that we were leaving natural food dollars on the table by not being out on Marine Drive, uh, visible to more people in the community. Then a strategic planning process uh, occurred uh, on the part of the board, which included an extensive public outreach and surveying. And we found that our owners and shoppers overwhelmingly supported an expansion. So uh, being a co-op, you know, things don't always move quickly. Um, it has taken us many years to come to this point. But boy, once we broke ground in January, uh, construction moved really fast. Yeah. Uh, we opened our new building uh, less than a year later. Mm -hmm. um, there, there's some things in that entire story I'm, I'm leaving out. And I think Matt should mention the capital campaign that we did with local investors because that was... Yeah, Pretty there are incredible. a couple big milestones that, you know, made it possible. One was we we needed to come up with some skin in the game to to leverage and use to pay for a big chunk of, of our build out inside the store. So we raised over two million dollars in, in member investments. They averaged ten thousand dollars. So um, when you're shopping in the co-op now, you, you very well may run into or be next to someone who invested a big chunk of their personal savings into the co-op because they really believed in what was possible there. We also have a, a partner who built the shell of the building for us, Don Ballister, and he's essentially was a big investor for us too. He believed in you know what we could do. Uh, all he had and our investors had was a pretty small format store to and so to see forward to what was possible was was pretty neat um, and now they get to see the the fruits of our work and their investments come to life and that's really exciting seeing the investors in the store and seeing Don see our finished store he's an architect as well so he designed the exterior and then on the interior that was all the co-ops work so we had our own interior designer and architect that helped us create that that nice atmosphere on the inside that everyone oh, it's seems so, to be like. And I love being able to look up and see folks' faces I recognize yeah. on the walls, Blue Scorcher and, and some of the farmers and everything. So yeah. so this vision took quite a while. And, and there's a real connection between where you're located now because you're at 2350 Marine Drive. And so you're in the Mill Pond area. And Zeddy made a connection between, you know, Mill Pond and, as a, and the co-op. Yeah, you know, I, I, if you've been around here a long time, you may remember the Astoria plywood mill that used to be there. It was a worker-owned co-op. It sustained many families with good jobs for years, but went bankrupt and shut down in the 1980s. The city underwent an extensive project to clean up the site so that it would be suitable for redevelopment. It was always intended that it be a mixed-use neighborhood, and it's really exciting to see the new co-op at that site bring the city's wildest dream uh, vision into fruition. Yes, I, you know, I, isn't it unusual for a town of this size or for this for this area to have this kind of of store? This, the, I mean. I think there's a lot of small towns in the country who want to do something like this. And we actually get called a lot by those folks. Like, how did you do that? How did you raise that money? And, you know, we kind of share what we can and say, well, we had lots of help and here's where all that help is. But I think there's a lot of communities who might have a small co-op or no co-op. And, um, yeah, we're very lucky. We're very lucky with uh, the finished product that we have, and it's going to serve us really well for a, a long time. My mom lives in Hood River, and she's kind of jealous. Why can't we have this in <laughs> right, Hood River, exactly. she says. But I think, you know, maybe starting a co-op in this day and age with so much competition mm -hmm. is harder 
than um, back in the 70s when many co-ops started as buying clubs like ours. So, you know, I'd really like to credit um, our founders. I don't want to mention any names because I don't want to forget anybody, but you guys know who you are out there. Thank you so much for starting our co-op um, and, uh, you know, bringing it up to, to where it is today. I don't think we would be here without... Nope. Um, the people that started the co-op 45 years ago. True. And now, because you have um, a location where more people can see you, and the store is so gorgeous that people want to stop, and you're seeing a lot of new shoppers. We are, yeah. And that was that was the big goal here, was we wanted to make the store welcoming to a broader audience without alienating the people who have supported us over the last you know four and a half decades. And I think we've struck that balance uh, with the design of the interior, with the products that we brought in. But certainly that location is is intended to, yes, attract more people. And let's have them learn about the co-op model. Let's have them become a part of our community-owned business. That's a that's a win-win, and um, we do need it financially. That's part of the part of the deal here. Is we have to grow pretty substantially to to make this work. And some of the new things we're going to talk about, of course, the incredible deli, you know, with Andy Catalano, who who is just uh, an incredible chef. Um, but the new hours, which I think is, I think those hours are going to really make a difference for people. So you're open, and it used to be 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. Now it is 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. until 9 p.m. Every day. Every day. Yep. So that 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. period of time and that 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. period of time is a really important time frame to get more folks to know that you're open and come in. Definitely, yeah. So on your way to work, you can stop in now. We will eventually, not yet, be building in a breakfast option on our hot bar and you know some breakfast burritos, which will be a nice convenient stop on your way to work. And yeah, certainly in with the evening, you know, if you have a family and you're you're doing dance classes and sports activities, um, eight o'clock just didn't make sense anymore since we're we're out on the highway and we're very visible. I think I, I think we were behooved to ex- extend those hours and and serve more people that way. It's really nice to be able to drop in the store before school starts too. If you forgot mm-hmm. something for the school lunches or breakfast, um, that's one reason that we wanted to be open at seven o'clock too. Yes, and the hot bar is open from ten, and the taqueria is open from ten a.m. until eight p.m. Is that correct? Those are the taqueria hours. I think the hot, hot bar's bar... about about there. It might be. I think yeah. it might be ten thirty. And we're still working out some of the kinks on on exact timing. The, you know, the deli was an area of the store where we took the the biggest leap operationally and financially. We invested a lot in our kitchen. I think we have probably one of the nicest commercial kitchens for our staff to be working in, on the coast. Um, it's really beautiful. It has windows. They they're not in a, a hole anymore. But it's a very complex operation, and Andy, our prepared foods manager, excellent chef. Everything I've tasted so far out of the deli has been just phenomenal. Something as simple as beans, try them. They're they're amazing. I don't really like beans that much, but I've been eating them every day for lunch very happily because they taste so good. He, he knows how to season, and our kitchen staff are learning from him really fast. Um, and yeah, now I'm just rambling because I'm excited well, about it. I all. like to, I usually like to eat clean proteins and veggies, and there's always options for me. There's always options for people if they're vegetarian or vegan. That's a really cool thing mm-hmm. about our taqueria hot bar and salad bar is there's something for everyone every day. Very um, customizable, yep. And the recipes change each day as well. Last Friday we had Indian style cuisine Amazing. in the hot bar. It was so good. I think we're going to do that on Fridays, but right now we're just trying out new recipes. 
seeing what works. So if you've been in and you've tried the hot bar or the taqueria, come back. See what I, I, got. I, I've new. pretty much had lunch there almost every day. I mean, that's pretty <laughs> much I mean. And then uh, it's just incredible to be able to have this selection of these delicious foods that are already prepared for you if you're busy and in a hurry and, and uh, unable to cook and spend the time that you would like to spend. But now you know you're getting beautifully cooked foods there. If you've just tuned in, you're listening to Talk of Our Towns. I'm Donna Quinn, and we're talking about the newly opened Astoria Co-op. It has expanded. It has a hot bar, a deli, which is phenomenal, um, a salad bar, and a lot more products than it had before because you expanded, ooh, is it twice, three times? It's twice the retail, uh, three, uh, almost four times the retail space, yeah. Okay, all yeah. right. And so in the studio today, we have Matt Stanley. He's the general manager of the Astoria Co-op, and we have Zeddy Nemlewill, who is the marketing director of the Astoria Co-op. What are the most exciting things that you're hearing from shoppers, and what products, and what, what do you, what's... What do you all love so much about this new store? Well, I haven't really had time to cook because I've been so busy <laughs> working. Um, and so uh, definitely the deli has been nice, but um, our meat selection has um, expanded greatly. And uh, my husband said it was the best slow cooker slow cooker chicken he's ever had. I took our in-house uh, seasoned fajita chicken. It's all marinated and ready to go. Suck it in the slow cooker on low before work and... Voila, best chicken ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the meat department, we actually have a meat prep room now. So we are taking local meats and grinding them, making our own sausage, making our own uh, grass-fed ground beef at an awesome price. And it's it's just really exciting to to offer those kind of value-added items to our shoppers. You know, something that's already seasoned, really convenient, ready to cook, made from sustainably raised chicken. And so go explore it. You know, the pork is all from Tails and Trotters. It's a Portland area uh, pork uh, producer and they're hazelnut finished pigs. And we're, we're cutting and grinding and, and making sausages and seasoning them in house. So there's lots to explore. We have seafood back now. So we're getting fresh seafood that essentially comes right from Bornstein's. And we're just trying to keep that really fresh. So every day that's going to have a new a new fish to check out. And um, yeah, we're, we'll are we keep adapting it. Uh, we, add, we added a lot of game meats because those are starting to become popular. So bison, there's even some rabbit. Uh, so for people who, who are kind of expanding, I think we even have goat meat. That's been really popular. I think I saw elk too. And elk. Um, so there's definitely some opportunities to try something new and mix up your, your protein source too. Um, I, you know, I want to make sure that we don't run out of time to just talk about, you know, how we created that interior. Cause one of the things I think is really special is that seating area that we created. That was something that we've really been missing at the old store. We had some tables there for the first few years we were there. We decided to add more to our deli. And so we kind of shrunk that seating area. And I think it's worth acknowledging there's there's a sense of grieving that we left downtown and that we left our small store. I mean, I was in there this morning doing some cleaning up and it was, you know, it's there's some bittersweet emotions there for sure. But when I talk to people about it, I, I think, you know, and I live now an extra half mile away. So I have an extra little half mile, either walk or drive if I do drive. And we, I think we really made it worth it. We made the new co-op a destination. So if you do have to make an, a little bit extra trip, you can come be in a space that's healthy and clean, was made with sustainable materials, and enjoy that seating area and this hot food. And, and I think it, I think we really made it worth it. And so, um, and to make that feeling in there, we worked with so many different local artists and producers. So I'm going to rattle off because they're all worth mentioning. There's uh, 
P&L Johnson Mechanical did all our refrigeration and HVAC, and uh, Terry's Plumbing did all of the plumbing, and they both also helped us financially to make it happen. So a big shout out to those guys. Their crews were phenomenal. Uh, Bogue Electric, phenomenal crew, and it was a very big job for them, a very complicated job because we were a grocery store. Simo, the painter, he did all the exterior ceiling of the cedar wood, and he did all the interior painting. It was a huge job, one-man show. He worked incredibly hard. Uh, Roger McKay is that his father painted the beautiful mural in the seating area. Um, and so that that was just phenomenal. Lum from High Eye Lights created the beautiful hanging lights in the seating area. Becky from Harvest Moon Designs did some, uh, the interior plants that are in the seating area, but she's also going to be doing the exterior plants, and you'll see that uh, improve over time. Astoria Design Studios did all the interior uh, signage in the store, so the aisle signs and the category signs. Any little sign you see inside the store was from those guys. They did a phenomenal job. Big River uh, did all the excavating work. They did a great job for us. Uh, Trav Williams from Broken Banjo Photography took all the beautiful photos of the local producers that are along the walls, and those turned out just spectacular. And I hope I'm not missing anybody, but just so many local people were a part of this, and it made it, I think it's what made it feel so special. It does. It feels friendly. It feels warm. You still have, you, you've gone from about 30 employees to 59. Mm-hmm. So you see familiar faces and new faces, yep. but clearly everyone is really um, in a very joyful mood because they love being there. They love this space. And also on your website, folks can go to the Astoria Co-op website and they can see the f- listed the f- the soups of the day. There are four soups every day. Mm-hmm. So if you want to know what the soups are, you can go to the website. And you're still doing your programs, the Change for Good. Why don't you t- Ch- talk change a little for bit community. about that? Yep. So that involves uh, rounding up at the register. The cashiers ask the shoppers to round up, and every month we pick uh, a very local charity. This this month, it's the the local food bank is receiving those roundup dollars and. We've raised over $20,000 for local nonprofits in the last, uh, been about, what, 18 months of running the Change for Community, maybe even less than that. Yeah, so it includes rounding up uh, in our very popular Beans for Bags program. Mm -hmm. So even if you don't round up and you bring a reusable bag, um, you can donate your reusable bag credit. Um, We've got donation boxes for pocket change. And it's amazing how much it adds up. Mm -hmm. It's really exciting. When we first started the program, I heard a little bit of grumbling, like, oh, this sounds like something a big box store would do. But I think once, you know, the community is seeing like the results of this and how much it can benefit truly local nonprofits, um, I feel like um, we've got a lot of support that's just building and the applications for change for community recipients are starting to come in more now that we're making a bigger impact. And I'm really excited um, about the new store because of the impact that we can have. It's just going to increase. I don't want to go off too much on a tangent here, but um, that pilot that we did back in September for Double Up Food Bucks, uh, looks like we're going to be able to do that again uh, more long term. The Oregon legislature, uh, thank you, Betsy and Representative Mitchell, um, has funded a two-year program for Double Up Food Bucks. And within the next couple of months, we hope to be able to implement that in the store so low-income folks um, with uh, SNAP benefits can come in the store and get double their dollars for fresh fruit uh, and veggies. Well, we know that um, food is medicine, really, ultimately, and it is a proactive way to take care of our health. Um, And so offering 
organic fresh fruits and vegetables and even now beautifully cooked fruits and vegetables if people don't have time to do that. Um, it's a great service to, to the community and to uh, all those who, who understand the value of good nutrition on our brains, our bodies, our spirits even. And you're having a grand opening on Saturday, January 18th. Let's talk about that a minute. We had such a great turnout for the ribbon cutting a week ago. Uh, a lot of people thought that was our grand opening. Um, and in a way, it kind of was a grand opening. Um, but we're planning the official uh, grand opening next month. Uh, it's just another cel- uh, another chance to celebrate your new co-op. We're going to have some amazing deals. We're working on procuring those right now. Uh, deals such as uh, buy one, get one free, bags of equal exchange coffee. They're usually about $10 each, so you'll be able to get two of those. Um, so we really want to have a draw to get uh, people in the door to check out the new store. We're going to have demos galore, so you can just eat your way through the store with samples. We're going to be giving away um, free swag and prizes all day, 500 bags um, to the first shoppers, Uh, kids' activities, Bumble Art Studio is coming, North Coast Food Web is coming. I think someone is coming to face paint, Um, still working out the final details. Uh, Chef Andy is going to be making some delicious cakes. So um, hopefully uh, we will see all of you January 18th. Okay, and I'm sure that we'll be hearing about that as we get closer to the date. But mark January 18th, Saturday, January 18th, for the grand opening of the Astoria Co-op. Um, and a real, again, a real shout out. I'm so grateful to Andy Catalano and for the deli because that has made my life um, much more delicious, much easier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, so thank you for that. Um, we just have a few minutes left. Any last things that you'd like the listening audience to know, either about the new store? Again, I think those new hours are really important, the 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. because it used to just be 8 to 8. Now it's 7 to 9 So you can shop there from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. and also from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. So you've added two hours onto the day. Yep. I'm, there's just so much to explore in the new store, so I hope people like take take a, a moment to explore what's there. I'm excited about the new nut grinders that we have in the bulk department. They're really quiet, uh, efficient nut grinders. So we have an organic almond butter and organic peanut butter that you can fresh grind down in the store. That was something we had a lot of people ask about over the years at the old store, so we we invested in that. We have some really unique um, grinders that make an awesome product. And then just throughout the grocery aisles, I don't want to discount, you know, just basic groceries because we added tons of new items. We put lots of thought into curating a selection throughout the store that's exciting and new. So I think you could spend a lot of time just exploring every aisle, seeing what's new and and we encourage you to try something new. We put a little new tag on anything that's new, so that means it's it's new since we moved from the old store, and there's there's a lot. We don't have any in-your-face promotions about coming and spending your holiday dollars at the co-op, but, you know, given that Christmas is next week, you know, I'd just like to remind folks listening, um, the co-op is a great place um, to get your last-minute gifts, co-op gift cards, uh, candles, Uh, stuff from our floral department, wine. Um, We've just got so many great options in the new store. And it's really going to make a big difference to us as we, you know, start out on this in in this really big venture. Mm -hmm. You know, every time you shop at the co-op, it really does make an impact. Um, So please shop, tell your friends, uh, no membership needed. And we hope to see it open seven to nine daily. 
The other thing I want to say real quick is uh, just a huge shout out to our staff. I'm really excited about them, you know, at doubling the staff in a short period of time. It's a, it was a huge change. And, you know, we've had our hiccups internally, but overall we are, everyone is just taking it in stride really gracefully, staying positive. And that, that's really important part of, of being a co-op is, you know, keeping the right attitude, even when things are not simple and we're going through lots of change. So I'm, huge kudos to our staff. I'm, I've really enjoyed working with them and doing this transition with them. Well, congratulations, Matt Stanley and Zeddy Nellewell. This would not have happened without the two of you and um, and the vision of so many people who came together to create this beautiful community resource for everyone. So when we support our Estoria Co-op, um, we support that leap of faith that you took, that we want more community, we want to support more local farmers, we want to offer food, um, good food, healthy local food, um, as much as we can to our community. So thank you both for everything that you're doing. Thank Continuing you. on. Thank you, Donna. So check it out. It is open 7 to 9. Yes. And thank you so much, Dylan Helzershoff, today for being the marvelous engineer that you are. And my gratitude to local talented banjo instructor Michael Bruin for his original theme music for this program. Until next week. Let's all take a moment, actually, right now, and take a very deep breath together. It is so good for body, mind, and spirit in this crazy world when we're so busy. It's so important to nurture ourselves with healing breath. And then with gratitude, focus on the things that are going well in your life. There will always be those things that aren't going well, but focus on the things that are with gratitude. Expand on those and then give yourself a loving and a compassionate hug or a pat on the back for being uniquely you, for doing the best that you can, because most people really are. And for being here now in this moment, the only moment which exists, the now moment, on the amazing planet we call Earth.